called crazy. No, it's that crap on the tanks. It got them chemicals. It's all over everything. Stupid asshole. Watch your tongue, boy, if you like this job. Like this job. Welcome everyone to My Bleeding Ears Podcast. This is episode number 126, our 26th episode this year so far, and we're firing right along, aren't we? We haven't taken a break since June. No, we haven't. No. I'm Larry. This is Jessalyn. Hello. I mean, where are we going? I know where. We're watching a shitload of stuff, so to take a week off would... Just add on to the next show and be like a two-hour show. Yeah, our next show would be way too long. You wouldn't listen, so we're doing this for you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so a bunch of DC, like, trailers came out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you think of Batman? I'm interested in Batman, obviously. Uh-huh. I like Robert Pattinson. I don't care what anybody thinks. Mm-hmm. I think he'll be a good Batman. I'm curious about his Bruce Wayne. But I think he can probably pull it off. He's got the chin for both. Yeah, it, it looks yeah. good so far. So uh, I like the director. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we it should be pretty decent at least. Um, another Batman movie. Another uh, kind of Batman Begins movie. It looks that's what like. it, that's what it seems like. I mean, nah, Robert nah. Pattinson's what 23, 24? Now he might be he's like then now he's like thirties. Really? Yeah. I still think they're both babies. <laughs> Twenty-four. Fine, but how old was he? Was uh, like twenty-four, playing a high school student. No, he was still pretty young. I think. I think he was like twenty-one. How young was uh, Christian Bale when he was first Batman? Because that was a oh, he was in his thirties. Story. Got to be mid thirties. So, so Christian Bale was older. So regardless of me getting his age horribly wrong, Robert Pattinson will probably be like a Batman origin story because he's so young. Yeah, great. Another one. Another origin story. But you're looking forward to it, you said. Yeah, I am. Yeah. And some of the other DC movies also I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to the Snyder Cut of Justice League. I mean, I have to see it, or I can't form an opinion that anyone will believe is credible. Right. (laughs) It looks like it's a completely different movie. Oh, yeah. So I'm excited for it, because the other one was a mess. He's said that only 25% of his footage made it into the other cut. Right, yeah. And it's like, wow, that's a lot of shit. And they cut out a bunch of characters. Yeah. Um, I mean, so, yeah. I like the beats of Joss Whedon movies better. This one's going to be way less fun. Yeah, this but... one... Uh, well, I think the DC movies have taken like a more serious approach as opposed to Marvel, in a way. They I... have, but Wonder Woman, I feel like, was the first one that was both. It had humor and mm-hmm. heart and... Zack Snyder, I think, is going to get rid of all of that again, like he usually does. Which I I I I, I would rather see that actually, yeah, because I'm with all curious. these Marvel movies, there most of them really are that lighthearted, mm-hmm. and I would like to see a different something, a little more brooding. Yeah, uh, more like kind of in the area of like Superman. the Crow. Batman. The, I'm thinking the crow. No, I'm thinking about all the other downer DC movies. Well, I'm, tr- I'm thinking more <laughs> of not DC in particular. I'm thinking more along the lines of 
say like the Punisher movies or the Crow, something a little darker, kind of you know, a little more not as mainstream. I would I would say even though DC is pretty yeah. mainstream, but not as child friendly and right. Yeah, that's that's what I want to see, and that's and and with the Justice League too. It, I want to see, like, shit get messed up, man, because those guys can really fuck things up. Yeah. So, I, I, I can't, actually, I can't wait to see the cut. I've got to see the cut. So, I'm happy it's coming out. Yeah. Even though the, there are people out there, and me included, who don't like it when people or fans interfere with a movie or they didn't get what they wanted, so they're going to complain about it until someone makes it. Yeah, but I do feel like this is sort of the exception to that rule because yes. I'm, it was obvious that Zack, Zack Snyder was chomping at the bit to do this anyway. Yeah, and it was, it's unfortunate that his daughter committed suicide. Of course, that's he had to leave. awful. I don't wish tragedy on Zack Snyder. No. I don't have to love his work, but yeah. I, of course I don't wish something like that on him. I With Zack Snyder, there are movies of his I like and there's movies that I don't like. I think he did a really good job at uh, Dawn of the Dead. I did like Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, three hundred. I thought was fucking awesome. <laughs> I liked that whole the the whole story of the, the Battle of Thermopylae. Anyway, so that was it's really I like I liked how they made a comic out of it. And they it wasn't they went the comic route, so not the serious route and the believable route of the Battle of Thermopylae. Uh, to which actually a long time ago I got into a discussion with someone online about this. Surprising about uh, this one guy. I didn't even know the guy who was like. Um, about the movie 300, he was he was like, you know, um, there's so many diff- things wrong with this movie about the whole battle of Thermopylae. And I ended up saying, like, well, the reason is because there's a storyteller telling the story. Right. And is he going to be, like, he's not going to uh, trump these things up. Well, he does, he does trump these things up does. a lot to make the story more interesting and to get these soldiers into battle ready to fuck things up. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, the big giants and, and and immortals and stuff, yeah, that probably didn't didn't exist during that. But it was to pump up your soldiers. Yeah, and were I got you no big expecting that guy. to be based in reality? Yeah, relax. Like, it's based off a comic it's book. A comic based book. off a, yeah. a, a loosely based fight. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, like, like I was saying, yeah, Wonder Woman. The next Wonder Woman movie looks pretty fun. Yeah, I'm super stoked to see Kristen Wiig as a villain. I didn't yeah. even know what to think, and then I saw her in the trailer. Because I've been wondering, like, how the fuck is this going to work? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, can she do that? I'm not saying she can't. No, no, yeah. I think but, she's gonna. Yeah, well, I, I hope so. Yeah, and I'm happy the first Wonder Woman did so well. Yeah. And it was a good movie mm-hmm. uh, to go along with it. And then so we can get more good female superhero movies. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, let's start going through some of our movies. Let's here. dive right in. So, last but certainly not least, excuse me. First, <laughs> I'm tired, you guys. <laughs> uh, first and probably least, <laughs> Aqua Slash. Aqua Slash. Uh, this is a uh, a <laughs> like oh. I don't even know how to say it's not a slasher movie, even though Slash not is in exactly. it. It's from twenty nineteen. We watched it on Amazon. Yeah, it was on Amazon Prime to yeah. rent. And it's about this water park that has been uh someone has altered this one of the slides to include blades, so when yeah. people go down it they get cut into pieces. Mm-hmm. 
And, uh, yeah, that's your movie for the most part. It takes a really long time for it to happen. Yes. It takes... The movie's about 70 minutes long. Yeah. And it takes about a good 55, 60 minutes to get to that point. Right. Because how many times do you want to watch people go down a slide and get chopped up? I mean... A lot, actually, but... (laughs) But you can't do it. Exactly. But you couldn't do it throughout the movie. You can only do it in one specific part of the movie. Yeah. But yeah, I could have watched people go down the slide and get hacked up by the the, the blades. Right. <laughs> the, the way you phrased it is really what I meant. Yeah, where do you go from there? You know, yeah, there is nowhere to go. Of course, there's uh, red herrings. There's because who's doing this? It's a who who done it kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you recommend Aquaslash? Yeah, why not? It's harmless. It's stupid. Don't rent it. We shouldn't have rented it, but I had uh, to know. We, I'm happy you rented it, and <laughs> I do recommend this movie, and I recommend it to kind of like people like me, yeah. kind of perverted a little bit. You have boobs, you have neon boobs in it too, mm-hmm. you have blood, you have uh, horrible rock music, <laughs> which, is, which I tend to like more than good rock music in movies <laughs> for some reason, because it just makes it that much yeah. worse. The kills are funny, and you're right, that it doesn't really get old, per se. <laughs> it gets it's funnier and better. pretty funny every time it happens, yeah. <laughs> yeah, watch it. R- Aqua Slash. <laughs> Next, Next up, much less funny. No. Hippopotamus oh, from hip- 2018, and that's a rent on Amazon, too. Yes, Hippopotamus. Uh, the beginning of the movie, uh, this woman uh, this young woman is presumably trapped in this room she is told that her knees have been broken and the tendons have been severed yeah, and she ligaments. can't move yeah and that uh, this man enters the room and says that he will not let her go until she falls in love with him so automatically we're thinking this guy is a psycho who's captured this woman obviously and he's torturing her and he knows everything about her, so right. you're like, okay, he's been stalking her for a while. Yes, and that ends up not being the point at all of the movie. Um, we find out probably, I want to say, uh, like 60% of the movie. It doesn't take too, too long. long. They, so, it's not like a twist. Right. Yeah. It's the, 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 the kidnapper, per se, I guess, which you, what you want to call him. He, I'm call him a kidnapper. <laughs> he um, he uh, uh, used to he he dates this girl, or that's his girlfriend. That's he, we find out is that he has kidnapped. Yes, and we get the backstory of how she was uh, out one night with one of her friends, and things weren't going really well with this friend. He was very pushy. Um, one of those guys who a really nice guy a girl can have the nice and then, guy yeah and then he turns into be a total creep and mm-hmm. a total bastard he ends up raping her and the um, the boyfriend comes home and kills the guy and beats the shit out of him mm-hmm. and she's traumatized and she forgot everything that happened before so while he's saying all this he's telling he's saying that um, he read a bunch of books and how to get her out of this to to convince her and to show her that I was your boyfriend these were the things that were happening yeah. before but the way he's doing this is that he had to act like a kidnapper and gain her trust in a way 
So, um, very convoluted. <laughs> very convoluted. And almost more horrific. When I learned the mm. truth, I thought that made the movie, that's what I liked about the movie. That's what mm. made it good. That's what made it unique. Right. Um, because he's still her kidnapper. Yes. And, and it's almost worse because she knows him. Mm-hmm. I mean, she doesn't know him anymore. Right. But that he's trying to do this to her over and over and over again when the person she is now clearly wants to go. Right, yes. She doesn't want to be there. Yeah. And you think close to the end that she did make a breakthrough and that either she regressed really quickly afterwards right. or she wasn't she wasn't convinced at all and she'd been holding back this entire time faking. trying to faking yeah. it but he does say when she falls asleep for too long she resets she resets so it could have been yes. either one yeah so we don't know we're and then <clears throat> at the end of the movie the whole thing starts over again to where she actually escapes, and then he catches back up with her again and does the same thing, yeah. drugs her, she loses her memory, and then yada yada. So, um, Hippopotamus, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm having a hard time either recommending or not recommending this movie. Okay. Um, we just ruined it all. <laughs> yeah, so don't fucking watch it, I guess. <laughs> oh, I'd say I recommend it. I thought it was good. It's, I mean, it didn't shock me out of yeah. my mind, but that was an interesting little twist there in the middle, yeah. and and I thought the end was where how it had to end. Yeah, whether or not she remembered him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, next from that, how many movies do we have? Like nine. Ten, I think. Ten altogether. I think you took one off, so. Yeah, I took one that I watched off because it right. was okay, and I sort of forgot about it. <laughs> The next one from 1992 on Shudder. Ah, us yes. trying to finish Shudder again. Hellmaster. Hell fucking master with John Saxon. I spaced out a lot in this movie. <laughs> I did it. I loved it. Hellmaster was awesome. <laughs> it was, wasn't Wishmaster, but boy did it want to be. Oh, <laughs> uh, but well, what can I say about Hellmaster? <laughs> It's, I, this is a movie I guess I've overlooked through time. I've never, never even saw heard of it. And yeah. Never heard it either. And I was like, alright, this looks, it's on Shudder from 92. Let's go for it. And it was, it was alright. <laughs> it was, it was good. I had a good time watching it. Um, yeah, it could have been way worse. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, I don't remember all that much from it, but I remember I had a good time watching it. You know, it. It I guess funny. I'm not being fair because Wishmaster came after that. So Wishmaster. Took Hellmaster and made something better. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> I'm not, I don't want to hear it, Wishmaster haters. Yeah. Anyway, Hellmaster. Hellmaster. Next. Next. Spree. Spree. Now, I was sort of interested in this. I didn't want to know anything about it. I just wanted to watch it, which was probably why I wasn't as stoked as, or as interested as you were. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew more about it I knew nothing I about this okay. movie. All well, I know, Stranger Things dude was in it. Yeah, and I wanted to. And I and wanted to see it. I find him very charming. Everybody loves Steve from Stranger Things, mm-hmm. um, and this is no exception. Uh, you like him throughout. I I don't want to wreck this for people. Yeah, this is um, this movie turns into um, what I didn't expect, yeah. which is good. It, I was some. It started off as something, and then it ended. 
a little differently than I thought it would. Mm-hmm. Um, the character made different choices in this movie that I didn't think he would make. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's the way I'll leave it. Um, so the character uh, of Steve from Stranger Things is that he's... Uh, he wants to be like an Instagram influencer kind of person. He wants to get fans. Yeah. So, and he doesn't get very many of them at all <laughs> throughout really the years. really desperate and pathetic about it. Yeah. Like, he's probably been doing this shit four or five years, and he still only has like eight, nine, ten fans. The kid he babysat for is an influencer. No, he's yeah. really good at it. Yeah. <laughs> so. He does horrible things like pranking homeless people. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, the character uh the spree character then ends up doing illegal things to start getting views yes Uh, and that's where i'll leave it that's enough yeah i recommend this movie i absolutely recommend this movie it It, was seven bucks and worth it it, i'm gonna watch it again it should be free pretty soon on amazon i think because i believe it's from amazon or at least amazon bought it I want to say. I mean, that's where it premiered, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if it's an Amazon original, but maybe it is. I think, well, I think they might have gotten the rights. Okay. I'm, I'm not 100%. So it might be streaming or free to stream pretty soon. Pretty soon. But, okay. Yeah. Check it out. It's a good one. Um, yeah, I feel like Joe Keery and How Can You Not? <laughs> then you're going to have a lot of fun with this movie. Next. Oh, I sort of forgot about this one, too. No, no, no. I remember. The Final Wish, 2018 on Hulu, starring Lynn Shay and Mike mm. from Twilight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, this is a genie movie for, for the most yeah. part. Mm-hmm. Or Monkey Paw or whatever. Um, it was okay. Another Lynn Shay movie to add to. I mean, we've probably done about a dozen of her movies on here. Yeah, the movie that I left out, Lynn Shay was one of the stars. <laughs> so I was like, oh, Lynn Shay double whammy today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a good thing. I love you, Lynn Shay. Who doesn't? So this one's about a guy who left his parents to become a lawyer, doesn't really see him too often anymore. And is kind of a bad lawyer. Not the greatest lawyer. <laughs> um, has like a cleft lip, or had a cleft lip, had it reconstructed a little bit, still you can still kind of see it. It's just a, a little cleft palette scar. Yeah. yeah. So he has that. Um, so he thinks that's kind of held him back through trying to interview for like, the, these big law firms to become a partner. And he thinks that because, you know, because the way he looks and the education that he's got, he didn't go to an Ivy League school. Right. But, you know, he's kind of getting passed over for things. Uh, his dad dies, he ends up going back home. His mom is not very happy with him <laughs> at all. No, and, you know, grieving. Right. Yeah. And he comes across a bunch of his dad's shit, and one of the things that he that he comes across uh, grants wishes. It's like a lamp, yeah. in a way. He's selling this stuff because he owes his landlord $3,000. So, yeah, he may, yeah. needs to make a little money. Mm-hmm. He wants to sell a bunch of shit. So he can move back into his apartment. Right. <laughs> Otherwise he's stuck with his mom, yeah. And then one night he wishes for something and it comes true. And then he wishes for something again and it comes true again. And he starts to believe that this thing is granting wishes. To which it is. Mm-hmm. But throughout that he's losing his soul. And fucked up things are happening around him. Like you wish for one thing, something else kind of fucked up happens. In right. Like well, not like Wishmaster. I just <laughs> tie in Wishmaster again, but that's not exactly how. Like Monkey Paw, you're right. Yes, and that's pretty much the movie. Um, a few other things added in to, to, to improve it a little bit. 
I recommend it. It's okay. It's an yeah. uh, easy watch. Yeah, I think Michael Welch is his name from Twilight. I hope he made a bunch of money for being in Twilight for like 10 minutes. And he continues yeah. to work, and I think he's always likable. I'm always happy to see him. Yeah. So yeah, check it out. All right. Next. Next. Uh, one Bedroom, One BR, 2019 uh, on Netflix. We've been eyeballing this one for a while and then skipping it. We finally watched it. It was, they kept recommending it on Amazon, and then we went to, like, a different channel, and then it was free. I was like, oh, perfect, this yeah. is available now. We can watch it. And, um, this one's alright. I, I did like it. Very much kind of Rosemary's Baby, in a way. Kind of. Yeah. More like... In a way, not yeah. down to the T or anything, but in a way, it's very much like Rosemary's Baby. Yes. Um, and that's kind of all I'll tell you about it. That the, the acting performances are pretty good in it. Um, oh, definitely, yeah. So yeah, I recommend this one. Yeah, definitely check it out. And I don't want to ruin anything either. I'm sorry that we ruined Hippopotamus. <laughs> <laughs> very slow moving hippopotamuses too. Yeah, but short. But yeah, it's pretty yeah. short. So one bedroom, check it out. Next, and I I even tried to look this movie up and read about what happened. <laughs> and I, this is how forgettable it is. No, it's not what you oh, it's not the other one? We're, oh. we're not there yet. We're going to leave that one for last, I hope. Yeah. Okay, good. I can, yeah. Uh, no, I'm really, yeah, okay, I'll save it for last. But the one I was going to say was House of the Witch, 2017 on Netflix. Mm-hmm. House of the Witch. All I could really find were reviews of it that don't, you know, divulge much because I can't remember how it ends. Honestly, I remember there's the smoke monster from Lost in it. It's like a haunted house type yeah. of movie. Uh, these... And the last review that I read was like it was really forgettable, and I was like, "Oh, good, I feel yeah, better because I don't remember anything." It's okay. This is a movie about uh, these kids break into this old house, and they get trapped in there by a witch, and they're yeah. off one by one. That's right. They can't get out. Yeah. And that's the movie. Uh, I thought it was okay. Uh, uh, I think I it did wasn't too bad until I forgot all about it. Right, it's it's yeah. it's a by the numbers. I I lukewarm recommend this movie. Uh, the effects are okay. Not uh, there's some gory stuff in it too. Yeah, right there. But uh, wasn't too happy about the ending. Now that I think of it, but it was okay. So, lukewarm recommendation for me. Yeah. And I guess I would if I could remember anything about it. <laughs> I actually remember a good amount of this movie. <laughs> okay. And it's it's pretty decent. Okay. I don't know if I want to save this one for the end. I'm going to save the one we just watched for that. Okay. Next up <laughs> was we were just looking around Tubi. I think I was perusing around Tubi. Yeah. And then I saw a movie that came up from this year, obviously. Mm-hmm. You'll know once you I read you the title. On Tubi, Quarantine Relationship. Ooh. That's its title. I feel like that was a working title, and then they were just like, ah, that, that's her title. I can't yeah. think of anything else. <laughs> so this movie must have been filmed in the last two or three months. Yeah, because I can't it find does, it on IMDb. Sorry, because it does deal with the current pan, uh, pandemic, and it references it in the movie too. Cleverly, like they're trying to be cute about it, and that definitely mm-hmm. comes out. Yes, yeah. uh, this movie is about. Uh, it starts out with this man and uh, in this apartment with a woman. And he comes out of the of this bedroom crying, 
and the woman he is with is holding a gun. (laughs) (laughs) And we get titles, and we have a sheriff talking about the quarantine, about how people need to stay home. Uh And then we see this woman again with a man, um, and they're just talking about their relationship and about how they're going to deal with something. Uh And they keep saying, it's, how are we going to deal with it? And then we kind of learn that these two aren't necessarily together. Right. <laughs> but they end up fucking four times in the first, like, 20 minutes of the movie. Yeah, but the, not really, because it's pretty clear that she's raping him. Oh, I'm sorry. Four rape scenes. <laughs> four rape scenes. In the first 20 minutes of the movie. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> hey, there's a difference. She has a gun. She's threatening him. Well, like, the first one, he's more into it. But then, like, throughout, like, yeah, she's pointing a gun at him while they're yeah. fucking. That's she's rape. pointing a gun at him while they're eating. Like, she's constantly threatening this dude. Yeah. She's she's not all there, right? And then we kind of find out later on that um, they hooked up because they're cheating on each other's spouses kind of thing. Right. And then a bunch of other things come out later on in the movie. There's and something. She's blackmailing him with something, too. And they don't let on to exactly what it is, but you can mm-hmm. sort of guess what it is. And eventually it's his, it's that his wife is dead. She killed yes. his wife, and that, supposedly. And they're talking <laughs> about getting rid of the body. The body, And yeah. she keeps constantly wanting to cut the body up. <laughs> yeah, chop it up or burn it, and it's all stuff that he won't do. <laughs> and I want to keep going. Let's. I think you should watch Quarantine Relationship. It's the plot is much more complicated than you think it's going to be. Movie's only sixty minutes long. <laughs> it is because the credits are about fifteen minutes long. Yeah, <laughs> because it's like a seventy-five minute movie, but the credits are super s- slow. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> I think that somebody wanted to play their music over the credits and yeah. maybe gave them some money to make the film. So, but yeah, go ahead, keep keep shooting on this. So, movie. I, I think I'm about done with it. But oh, it's <laughs> go for this it. This is just when it starts getting good. <laughs> so then you find out that his wife is alive and is working with the police officer that we saw earlier, and working with dude. I can't. I don't know his name because it's this movie isn't on IMDb. It's on Tubi. Deidre. Uh, Deidre, yeah. She keeps nah. calling him Deandre. That's the other thing. His name is Deidre. His name's Deidre, but the woman keeps calling him whatever she wants to call him. Turns out he's working undercover to get her to admit that she killed his wife. Right. Um, which is weird because it seems like the whole time he does think his wife is dead and then finds out she's not. And then sh- the other woman admits to killing his wife. And then he go- he's like, ha! I caught you. Right, because so he tapes all, her. Right, he tapes her, but it's all stuff that he couldn't possibly have been privy to. I don't know. It's very complicated. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and then I guess I don't really remember what happened after that, because I was pretty well, blown away by the no. Well, we, we <laughs> see that Deidre's partner is... Right. Yeah, yeah <laughs> is actually... Uh, Fucking his wife. <laughs> yes. DJ's an undercover cop. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. DJ's an undercover cop. His partner ends up stealing money from the police in Pound. And I think he wants to run away with his wife. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. The, the whole plot of this movie. It's All right. First crazy. of all, I'm going to recommend this movie because oh, it's... Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> so that's, it's that's stupid why. shit. He's so. an undercover cop. So I was like, well, this like smacks of entrapment, doesn't it? <laughs> 
You had an affair with her, convinced her to kill your wife, and when you were undercover this whole time? But I don't think he convinced her to kill the wife, though, because he seemed very upset when he left the room. That's true. In the beginning. (laughs) And she doesn't care at all, because she's, like, pigging out halfway through this movie, and they can't leave the apartment because it's quarantine. Right. So she's eating up all the food. And, Raping and he, him constantly. He keeps mentioning things that are on the news. Like, he says things like riots. But then it escalates from there. Like, we're in the future of what's going oh, to happen. Yeah. He, he talks about... it's The things he starts talking about are, like, apocalyptic and haven't happened yet. But could quite possibly <laughs> happen. Which I think is really funny of the movie to do. No matter how, like, low-budget soap opera this movie is... Those little interjections are really clever. And then pretty much the at the end, the captain confronts uh, Deidre's partner because he ends up killing Deidre. <laughs> and the captain meets and kills his partner and ends up stealing the money from him. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so all the cops are scumbags in this movie. I think we got it all, but you should watch it to make sure... All the women are psychopaths. (laughs) (laughs) You never really see his wife again. You see her in like one scene, so you can see she's alive. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. (laughs) All right. What's our last movie? Our last movie. So anyway, it's on Tubi. Check it out. It's free. Uh, Don't look up. Look. Don't look it up on the internet. It's not there. You won't find it. But it is a movie on Tubi. Now I want to go look again and see if we were just. Like, haunted (laughs) by quarantine relationship. (laughs) It was there. We saw it. Uh, The last one, We Summon the Darkness. 2019 on Netflix. This is the one I wanted to save for last. Mm -hmm. This one, I think I I thought was the most fun. Uh, It is. Spree is maybe the most fun. Yes. But But Spree gets a little more serious. It's true. Yeah. But this one is fun. And Alexandra Daddario makes this movie. Yeah. She just plays it batshit nuts and it's mm. really funny and i'm happy that yeah. that she's just not eye candy mm-hmm. you know she's actually good she's a good actor you know yeah agreed and she's i've only seen her in what's it that texas chainsaw master she's in texas chainsaw uh then texas chainsaw 3d she was in true detective right uh that stupid baywatch movie right. she's in a bunch of horror movies too Along with uh, Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, um, well, so yeah, yeah but she does a really good job. Totally different in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny. I had a good time all the way up until the end, and I didn't like the ending. Me I, too. I have a much better ending in my head than the way it should have gone. But this one was good. I had a good time watching it. There are a lot of inaccuracies in it, though. There are. This supposedly takes place in the 80s. And they're talking about, oh, that record just dropped. Like, no one said that shit in the yeah. 80s. No. No, and their outfits are annoyingly modern. They're, yeah, like they're a little 80s bit. that Forever 21 has yes. in stock right now. Yeah. Yes. And there are other things, too, that I kind of forgot about that it takes you out of it a little bit. It's not too much. That yeah. They're just using a lot of things from now in the movie. So Yeah. And it's still fun. Johnny Knoxville is not in it much. No, beginning and the end. Yeah. And when he is, I'm entertained. Yeah, he's fine. But yeah, yeah, I I can only stand so much Johnny Knoxville, and that was the perfect (laughs) amount. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this is a fun one. 
check it out. It's available in a bunch of different places, I think. And Netflix, yeah, I believe, is... Yeah, we watched it on Netflix. <laughs> but yeah, super fun. Check it out. Alright, let's get uh, somber with our movie of the week coming up next. You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. Our movie of the week is the 2018 film Possum, starring Sean Harris and Longshanks from Braveheart. Mm -hmm. Two actors for the most part in this movie, small cast, and I did not know what to expect from this movie. It looked like a horror film, uh, looked like a psychological thriller, Mm -hmm. to which it was really neither one of those. Exactly. I guess it was a drama? It was, uh, yeah. It was a weird drama. Yeah. Which, I still think the, the, what's the word I'm looking for? The imagery and the metaphors become pretty clear Mm -hmm. by the end. It's not like, what the hell was that? What did I just see? I understood it. And I liked it. I'm not saying I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Well, what I I thought it was something until like the last ten minutes, and it was something else. Yeah. So I was building this thing up and 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 coming up with all the metaphors and shit until the end, until all those metaphors were shit. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, I had the luxury of watching it twice, mm-hmm. and I think if you watch it again, all those metaphors up until it comes to a head at the end are going to make a lot more sense mm-hmm. on second viewing. Right. Yeah. Uh, this movie's about Sean Harris, who's in, he's in a ton of fucking movies. We're pretty pretty big British actor. Yeah, he was he's in like Mission Impossible know. movies mm-hmm. as like a villain in like the last two movies, I, I want to say. Three even. Um, so he's been around for a long time. He's old as fuck too, considering, you know, he looks well not in this movie. He looks old as fuck in this movie, but it usually looks young. He's not that old though. He's born in 1966. I don't think he looks that old. 54? Yeah. Older than I thought when I first saw him. Yeah. Um, He looks like hell in this movie. He's supposed to. So we follow him around in this movie. What's his his character's name? I forgot it. Philip. Philip. We follow Philip around. uh, Like the first scene, we, we really see him in, and he's on a train, and there's a bunch of school kids on the train too, like teenagers uh, with school uniforms on. And he's just sitting there with his bag, and he's staring at one of the kids. So automatically you're thinking, okay, this dude's a pedophile, mm-hmm. right? Um, the train stops. He gets off the train with the kids. He's kind of creepy towards one of them. He asks one of the kids, what are you drawing? Mm-hmm. And the kid, like, freaks out and runs away from him. They all get off the train, and he ends up walking home. Oh, carrying this brown bag around with him. Uh, he enters his house, to which we learn later on that it's his house. Uh, his childhood home. And it seems like it was passed down to him once his mother died. Because we learn that, well, we see a man in there, Longshanks is in there with him, and he is um, his stepfather. So his stepfather's still living at that home that, to where his mother died. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and he has to share it with Philip. No, uncle. That's his uncle. I thought it was his stepfather. No, it's his, it was his uncle. uncle. Oh. Yeah, both his parents died. Oh, okay. Well, fuck. Yeah. All right, so it was his and uncle then. Shit. I also don't think his name was... I don't think that was Mornay, not Longshank. Long, oh, no. I'm getting it all fucked up. Sorry. <laughs> I hate to contradict you. Nah, that's fine. Well, well, I know my brave heart. <laughs> Anyway, the guy from Krull. <laughs> yeah, the guy from Krull and Braveheart. He's been old since 1995. Was it like Alan Anderson or something like that? I'm sorry, he's been old since 1983 mm-hmm. in Krull. Alan Armstrong. Alan Armstrong. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it's his uncle. His parents died in a fire, I think. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm not getting my movies jumbled. I'm not. I, w- I yeah. was never clear on that, or I might have missed that. Um, they have yeah. a weird relationship together. Uh, we learn that Philip is or was a puppeteer, and that he has this puppet that's a spider, and it has a mannequin head on it. Which we don't see that puppet in full till he he tries to get rid of it a few times. Right. And every time it comes back, at least in the beginning, it's kind of out of focus, and mm-hmm. you can only see the legs. Right. Yeah. Until finally it's revealed about 20, 25 minutes into the movie... That it has like this weird mannequin head on it, and it's a puppet that looks a lot like Sean Harris too. Mm. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Like a younger Sean Harris. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we start. We're following him around for the most part, where he's trying to get rid of this puppet that he has that he just can't get rid of. He like he'll get rid of it and he'll pick it back up, right? Or like he'll get rid of it and it's back at his house again. There, and he's trying to get rid of it because. He had written, it's like a poem, and bits of it get read to you throughout mm-hmm. the movie until you get to hear the whole thing. And you never find out exactly what happened, but it seems to me like he read this and showed this puppet to children, and they flipped out. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we, we learn that one of the kids, the kid he was looking at on the train, disappeared. Mm-hmm. So people already think it's him, because he's already a creep kind of dude. Mm-hmm. And his uncle is fucking with him about it because <laughs> they he's his like, oh, they the think worst, yeah. They think you're him. Mm-hmm. No, um, he also has this puppet that Sean Harris clearly made it as, as a child, and he's like mocking him with it. Right, yeah. So um, until this movie reaches ahead, which I won't say just yet. Um, so I thought this movie until the last five minutes of it was about Sean Harris was a pedophile. And that he, through this spider, was um, part of him that he wants to get rid of, but he can't because he's ill and he can't get rid of it because he'll throw it away in a dumpster somewhere and then he'll go home and he'll see a a spider crawling on the floor. Mm -hmm. His pedophilia is always lingering in his head. And that's what I thought this movie was mm-hmm. until the last five minutes. That's kind of what I thought, too. Part of me thought maybe he was throwing boys away and hallucinating that mm-hmm. they were this scary puppet. Right. But and yeah, I kind of thought that, things. too. Yeah. Until we just saw the picture of the one kid. Right. And I was like, well, I don't think he's getting rid of anyone now. Right. I think he's just having a really hard time and he's not. Um, and it's, it's definitely affected him. But. What happens at the end is that we see that his uncle used to abuse him, and he's the one who actually kidnapped the kid. Mm-hmm. And he's killed boys before. Yes. 
And so... And, and Sean Harris knew that. He just won't admit it. And so... Which should have been more telling to me when I was watching this just by Sean Harris's posture in this movie. He walks through this whole movie like he's in trouble or like uh, it, like his arms are slunched in. Kind of like the, the kid in elementary school that, you know, got picked on or yeah. had problems at home and just kind of like wanted to be left alone in a way, looked down. And he, he has like this posture throughout the whole movie. And which I sh- totally should have picked up on, mm-hmm. and I didn't. Uh, and that's basically the movie. Was was that um, the spider was kind of creepy? Like yeah. the, the the puppet he has. It's, it's a big, big puppet. Mm-hmm. It's super creepy. And mm-hmm. every once in a while, it moves, and sometimes he hallucinates that it's moving, and it mm-hmm. does look like an actual spider. Yes. I do want to add the kid's fine. The yeah. kid was in some sort of chest, yeah. and Sean Harris knew that. Lets him out after he kills. Maurice, Morris. Morris. Yeah, he calls him Morris. Yeah. Where does this take place? I I was just like, I guess that's how they pronounce Maurice, wherever this is. And I didn't question it anymore. Then I just should have called him a pedophile then. Yeah, the UK doesn't say exactly where. (laughs) But yeah. Um, So did you like it? I did. Um, Slow moving. But short. Very ugly movie. Yeah, it's very ugly. The colors are very ugly. The everywhere they go is, is just somewhere you wouldn't want to be. Old and dirty, and they're both dirty. And I want to yeah. take a shower. Yeah, yeah. I really liked it. Again, I had the luxury of watching it twice, kind of back to back. Because here's what happened: I watched it in the afternoon when I didn't have any more work to do, and then Larry had to go to the dentist. Um, and since we weren't going to start the movie until like eight o'clock at night, I watched it in the afternoon because I was afraid I was going to fall asleep. But then I didn't. I was actually pretty riveted through the second viewing, mm. even more so than you I was were, before. Which I yeah. was surprised because I, know. I thought you were going to be on your fucking phone the whole time, and then you Me were like too. watching it. I'm like, oh fuck, wow, yeah. okay, this must be pretty decent. There were right little now. moments that I had missed the first time that I caught. So, and my take on this the first time, and I think it was reinforced the second time after I knew what was going on, was that the puppet doesn't represent his evil. The puppet represents his trauma. Mm-hmm. And he keeps trying to throw it away and not right. look at it. And it keeps coming back until he has to face it. Ends up in bed with him. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> he can't escape this trauma as much as he tries to. Until at the end where he ends up killing his uncle. Yeah. Breaking his neck and freeing the kid to where... He's kind of free now. Yeah. Possum, everyone. Possum. possum. <laughs> the, the reason that they... It's called possum. <coughs> Excuse me. There's also this theme of foxes throughout the entire yes, movie. Yes, yeah. Um, and Morris, his uncle, makes Philip tell this story about when he was a boy. They saw... He brought these other boys into the woods to show him something that he had done... I forget what, some fort he had built. I don't know, it doesn't matter. And there was a fox, and kind of unhealthy-looking fox there, just panting, looking like it was dying. And the boys start to kick it around and torture it until it's dead. And then they forced Philip to treat it like a puppet. It's on it, stuck his face in his guts and stuff mm. like that. And then all the boys run off, and he's lying there with this dead fox. Um, and just out of nowhere, the fox gets up and runs away. It had been playing possum. Right, yeah. And so Morris, his uncle, keeps saying that about the puppet. Are you going to kill it? 
is it alive yet? Things mm-hmm. like that. Because the puppet is playing possum. His trauma's been playing possum. Yeah. And now he's back at home and his trauma's right in his face. Yes. It's alive. Yes. It's really good. Yeah, I like it. It is, it it is a yeah. good movie. Just, Sorry, uh, really. you're not going to have a good time at all. No. I'm just going to tell you right now. It's no fun. It's a good thing it's only an hour and a half. If it were like two hours, I don't yeah. think I could have watched it again with you. Yeah. Yeah, I recommend it. You won't have fun, but hey, you'll, you'll see a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, this was your idea, and I hadn't even noticed it. All I saw was the poster, and I was like, ooh, I want to see this movie. So I, um,. Someone I work with showed me the trailer, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. This mm-hmm. looks interesting. Let's see what it's all about. And then, here we go. I knew it was going to be something kind of trippy. Yeah. And I, the poster could be deceptive, so I was like, I bet this isn't a horror movie. Yeah, And yeah. it isn't. It isn't a horror yeah. movie, no. Horrific things are in it, Horrific but Horrific things not. happen, yeah. Well, I think that about does it this week for the My Bleeding Ears podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. A lot more to come. I'm going to have some guests on pretty soon. Oh. And, yeah. We're going to have a lot more fun. We're going to have a lot more fun movies coming up, too. Oh, okay. I was like, what? Am I not fun enough for you? No, but we're going to have some more guests, (laughs) and we're going to have more... That will be fun. We'll inject a, just a little more humor into it. We're gonna go back to bad action with Tyrell, aren't we? No, well, there is <laughs> no. Uh, I actually, I, um, I haven't spoken to him yet, but I do have a movie for him next time, and I have two other people too that I have movies for that um, will be fun to do. It's gonna be um, there'll be more jokes involved, like I said. Yeah. But it's not gonna be. We're going to be ripping every four seconds. So we'll actually still talk about the movie. Yeah, that's true. Especially the last two weeks, I feel like those movies are not fun. They're really good, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's why fair. I wanted to do House of Wax the other Yeah, the other you're right. That was the one before, and that yeah, one was That fun. was, yeah, a little, a little more <laughs> more fun there than, yeah. than Possum and Starman. Well, I'm excited to have guests. That will be yeah. a good time. And I'll watch whatever stupid action movie you and Tyrell want to watch. I like podcasting with you guys. Yeah. Well, one of the Dash Death Wish movies is going to be coming up soon, uh, so... Wait, which one do you keep threatening me with? Death Wish 3? Yep. Okay. Alex Winter is in it. You'll love it. I do like him. Yeah. Alright, thank you everyone for ch- listening to us, checking us out, listening to us once again, and we will be back next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.